please do not email us about the historical inaccuracies we are sure to make. We are not historians. We are idiots. Welcome to Anachronismo, a delicious comedy feast for your historical earmouth. Nailed it. Uh, I'm Max. I'm Noel. I'm Jackie. I'm Amancio. And this week, uh, we're going to be talking about Emperor Norton, first and only emperor of the United States. Shay's Rebellion. And the Thieves' Cants of Victorian England. Oh, that's what that is. England. You gotta hit up the gerund, my man. No, that's not a gerund. (laughs) The glottal stop. No, that's the glottal sound. No, you gotta hit up the G. Hit the G real hard. Isn't it the glottal stop? I thought that was. Ah, hit up the glottal stop. I was right that second time. You need an A noise. England. Go. That's the glottal stop. That's the glottal stop. Yeah. So, uh, let's uh, get started on Emperor Norton. Emperor Norton. Well... Emperor Norton is, as I said, the first and only emperor of America, self-proclaimed because because he went possibly crazy after he lost all his money. So, Emperor Norton uh, came uh, lived in South Africa for a while. I think he was born in England, moved to South Africa, and then he moved to San Francisco um, with... I think he meant England. England, England, yes. He came from England and moved to South Africa. And then he moved to San Francisco with uh, his inheritance of what in today's metrics would be $1.2 million. And within, oh, several years, uh, about 10 years, he lost all that money. And um, did he lose it to Conquest? Uh, did someone rob his vaults? Did he have a hole in his pocket? Did he have a big old hole in his pocket? Was it the madness? Ooh. Mm. All, all, each guess further away from the last from did the truth. Did he have a hankering for very expensive rice? Oh, he did! Act, wow, alright. Hey, Jackie. Did you hear me talking about it before? Yeah, you <laughs> okay. said he was a rice guy. You did mention that. Yes. I was, I was just playing um, quite. Well, we'll cut it. Leave that in. Leave it in where, like, Jack just guesses. Sure. Record my shot. I'll edit. (gasps) Yes. He did. He lost everything because he uh, invested in Peruvian rice. He lost everything. And in a subsequent lawsuit, he didn't get any of his money back. And he thought that the entire justice system and setup of America was fraudulent and broken. And in the best interest of the future of the country... He proclaimed himself emperor. So who is he suing? He, I guess, probably uh, what other business or businessman he had gone into partnership with or had invested through that had lost all of his money. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he tried to get his uh, contract voided. The judge threw it out, probably because it was all legal and above board. And so uh, he, of course, did not agree. And so without election... Without even any notice, he just proclaimed that he was emperor. So, I'm, I'm imagining a bloody coup. Is, is, is that accurate, would you say? 
sort of a, a mound of his enemies' bodies that he climbed atop and Uncle proclaimed ben himself. Uncle Ben survive. Oh, no. <laughs> no. What about Zatarans? Around. Okay. Jackie, I know that wasn't a Spider-Man reference, but it it was retroactively. <laughs> oh my god, Emperor Norton killed Uncle Ben? Emperor Norton was the cause of Spider-Man? And Peter Parker can't get revenge on an emperor of no. America. No, legally. Legally, he can't. He is a diplomatic immunity. You know what you say, with, with great power comes great system of government. Yes. Spider-Man uh, Although my life. story is going to prove that statement false. Mm. No spoilers. Okay. It's not like a spoiler. Yeah. Also, spoilers about Spider-Man. Uh, sorry, everybody. For the next 20 minutes, I'm going to believe that if I have power, I have no responsibility. I will start knocking these microphones over. I will burn this house to the ground. Well, you live here, so that's mm. on you. I rent here. <laughs> Also, There's a difference. I mean, you still live here, whether you rent or own. Or do you see your existence here as transitory because you rent? I mean, Matteo's too smart. He's caught on. I, I, just, just, just smile and not just keep, keep going with your story. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Emperor Norton, uh, great man. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he actually, del- he proclaimed himself by sending letters to the newspapers in the city. Um, <laughs> And they opened it at the peremptory yeah. requests, mm-hmm. and... Uh, when J. Jonas Jameson said, Get me pictures of Emperor Norton! Parker was... Parker! It's like, that's the so, man who killed my uncle. I don't... That's a conflict of interest. I would murder him. I don't care who killed your uncle, Parker. <laughs> I'll give you a cup of coffee. And those pictures of Emperor Norton and Spider-Man. Wait a minute, wait. And wait. make him kiss. Wait a minute. Sorry. In this case... Jonah Jameson wants pictures of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But Peter Parker... And oh, and the Emperor. And okay. the Emperor, Correct. yeah. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. Kissing, apparently. Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kissing. Hey. I'd buy that paper. Yeah. I, I would as well. Just kissing him upside down like he did with Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. You know, Tommy McGuire almost drowned during that scene? I believe it. He was waterboarding himself. going up the nose. Yeah, he couldn't breathe for a bit. That'd be a bit weird, because this is Emperor Norton, so I know people cannot see this, but this is the man that you are envisioning Spider-Man kissing upside down in a rain-soaked uphill street in San Francisco. Francisco. I ship it. Picture that beard going right up Toby's nose. That's why he's drowning. That's why he's drowning. So Emperor Norton uh, declared himself in a letter, I just gotta read the first line, at the peremptory request and desire of a large majority of the citizens of these United States, I, Joshua Norton, do uh, solemnly swear to tell the truth, truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Because I'm the emperor, and emperors have to tell the truth. Pretty much. Nice. Nailed it! Um, and so it sort of took off, and instead of just kind of being dismissed as, you know, this crazy person who declared himself as emperor, the citizens of San Francisco embraced this crazy, kooky town, uh, celebrity, or town mascot. Um. Town ruler, technically. Yeah. Along with the rest of America. They were probably just happy that the emperor had chosen this city to stay in. Mm-hmm. He never moved out of the city. He just went to San Francisco and just stayed there for 10 years. But oh. you know what? He San Franciscoans had shown him. He, meant to be accepted. Did he wear flowers in his hair? 
He wore a top hat with a peacock feather in it. Which Pretty is close. about as close Pretty as you're close. gonna get. Pretty close. Um, yeah, he issued a lot of uh, decrees on the matters of state. Um, he disbanded Congress. Oh. He disbanded the Republican and Democratic parties. Mm-hmm. Um, he only he wrote them numerous letters, none of which got any reply, and eventually he begrudgingly let them stay on board. <laughs> well, you proved your gumption. You've, you've stood up to me for a long time, Democratic and Republican parties. You, you've earned it. He, I like a, a party with some salt and pepper. Yeah, so he, he actually uh, wrote a letter to summon the army to disband Congress. And he, whereas a body of men calling themselves the National Congress are now in session in Washington City in violation of our imperial edict of the 12th of October last... Declaring the said Congress abolished. Um, and, of course, the army did not actually go ahead and disbar Congress. As I'm sure you all could have guessed. But, uh, Norton just uh, continued to make more demands. I hope this story ends in a really heartwarming way. Kind of like Miracle on 34th Street. They bring him to the courts, and they just put piles and piles of letters addressed to Emperor Norton. And he's like, "See, I am the Emperor." <laughs> Spoilers, Jackie. Spoilers. Yeah. And Spider-Man comes in and reads those letters and realizes that this is the man who killed his uncle so many years ago. But he's kind of moved on and accepted it. Yeah, he's kind of grown he's, since then. Otherwise, he wouldn't be Spider-Man, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Weird. But no one wrote any letters to Spider-Man, so they throw him in jail. Yeah. Because he doesn't carry an ID. Because he doesn't carry an ID. Doesn't one carry one that says James Spider-Man? That'd be cool if one of his edicts was, Bring me Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> but did he have any impact on the San Francisco government? He did. Uh, well, one, I gotta do a shout-out to this one. He was not a big fan of referring to San Francisco as Frisco. He made another decree that said, whoever after due and proper warning shall be heard to utter the abominable word Frisco, which has no linguistic or other warrant, shall be deemed guilty of a high misdemeanor and shall pay into the imperial treasury as penalty the sum of $25. And that's which is a hefty fine. This is 1860s money. So, yeah, he was not messing around with Frisco. But, uh... No, he did, uh, he did have some, uh, pretty cool ideas. Uh, idea for a League of Nations. Many years before the, uh... Before President Wilson's plan? Yeah. Could say President Wilson stole it from him. Um, he, uh... He actually had ideas for some of the bridge. So, uh, I don't remember if it was the Bay Bridge or the Golden Gate Bridge... But he had the theory that they should make that bridge and even had some schematics of it that actually matched uh, pretty close to what the final result would have been. Oh, cool. Such that there is still, to this day, an ongoing effort to get parts of the bridge named after him. (laughs) There were efforts in 2013. There's another uh, uh, public works project, I think, in 2018 that uh, a group in San Francisco is heavily advocating that uh, since 2018, I believe, will be the 200th birthday of the emperor <laughs> that they want to start naming more stuff after him. So, yes, he did have in 
a long view, some impact on the citizens of uh, San Francisco. Um, he got uh, arrested once um, for invol- like uh, by a police officer for impersonating an emperor. Um, oh, no, uh, for they, brawling they, with Spider-Man. They were, they were trying to get him. He was trying to get him committed. <laughs> And uh, there was there was public outrage. He got released. He naturally he was the bigger man and issued an imperial pardon of the officer, of the arresting officer. Um, that is big because he could have had him tortured to death. He sure. could have, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like if he actually if push came to shove and he told like San Francisco was like take care of this man, <laughs> I don't know what they would have done. <laughs> I don't know when the when the line would have been drawn between the oh this is a good joke and be like this is. On to something. <laughs> you get a line on some major power. But you know, a good ruler knows when to not use his power. Exactly. Yeah. And so in this case, he was a wise and just emperor. Mm. He did. He did the right thing. Um, so can you be an emperor? Well, to be an emperor, you need to have an empire. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So Presumably. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, so clearly. Francisco is his, like, Parcel of land or whatever. His palace. So, Capital city. Is it considered an empire because he took that over, or was he like slowly expanding? Um, but the fact that he was trying to uh, disbar or have the military uh, disbar Congress, I would say it's fair to assume that he was spreading out his his tentacles as far as DC to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. try to create I mean he clearly he Jackie the letter he clearly he had the popular support of a large majority mm-hmm. of the people of the United States not San Francisco the United States mm-hmm. so I would say that yes Emperor of America Jackie the country he started big mm-hmm. he started big and I think he was the protector of uh, I want to say Spain is what he declared himself. Protector of Mexico in Protector of years. Mexico. Wow, that was a bad mix-up I made. <laughs> well, you know, but he was eyeing he was eyeing a little further. I think he had dreams of expanding. Um, he got slowed down by that despicable Congress and the mutinous army. Mm. So, well, you know, he, he worked with what he had. And he had the I love of an entire good. city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Question. Ed Norton. Yeah. Direct relation. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Alright. Just <gasps> the, mar- oh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, fun fact is that Ed Norton is a direct descendant of Edward Norton, and as such, he was cast as the Hulk because they thought it would be good to lend some authenticity to the Marvel line. Marvel doesn't recognize that movie, though. It's not. Not canon. What? Not the first one. Not the 2003 one. No. By, uh, but we're talking about the 2008 one. The one with Ed Norton. The one with Ed Norton. Mm. Who was Edward Norton? Was... Okay. I didn't know if that was someone also in Marvel. <laughs> no! But his oh, name is Joshua, Joshua Norton, so I was a little confused. I, I made an oopsie. Did I call him... Have I been calling him Edward this whole time? No, you had it right. No, I fucked up pretty bad. Okay, cool. You had it right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Um, yeah, and then uh, Norton was allowed to issue his own money to pay for his debts and drinks and... Uh, well, you local. can't really stop an emperor from issuing their own money. Yeah, true. and no one tried to, and they took his money as good. He was they just had like, his face on it going like with a big thumbs up. It's money! 
It, I mean, there's a small picture of it, but it was like enough that you this know. This is nowhere near as whimsical as I had hoped. Oh. But, but it is more official than you probably would. It's very but. high quality looking. It's true. Local currency still exists. I think in the Berkshires, they have a couple of communities that use their own money. Oh, really? Right. Mm-hmm. What kind of moolah do they use? Uh, um, I think it's coins of some kind. I'm gonna look up Berkshire. <laughs> Money. It's it's to encourage people to shop locally. Mm. Oh, like uh, like um, farmers market credits. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's something you can only use. Oh, they're called Berkshires. Yes. B R K S H A R. I have an irrational hatred of that. I love it. Irrational hatred. Let's get a few Berkshires of the local currency and go to town. No, I'd rather stay where I am. Matsu, do you want some Berkshires for your birthday? I really don't. Would you like to go to the Berkshires and buy some things with some Berkshires and maybe find some birds and share some things with them so you have a bird share? All right, I see the game we're playing. Are you... Berkshire, that you don't want some Berkshires for the Berkshires <laughs> to do the bird shares <laughs> to do the bird shares. Are you just choking on your words? Yes, there was too many Berks. I guess having Berkshires is one of the Berks of living in the Berkshires. <laughs> I'm getting you those shares, Amatio. Please don't. So is there anything more to your story? A little bit. So yeah, the so San Francisco's accepted his local currency. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a uniform that I guess he got from an army surplus or something. And when that began to get shabby, the uh, San Francisco Board of Su- Supervisors bought him another regal suit for him to wear. When uh, there were speculations well, about his past, some of them thought he was... The son of uh, Emperor Napoleon III. There were stories that he was planning on marrying Queen Victoria. And late emperor in their name. Yeah. They have to be related. Um, So, yeah, there were rumors flying around that he was going to marry Queen Victoria. um, That he had met Emperor Pedro II of Brazil. There was just a lot of people assumed that after so many years, it became, I think, so ingrained that people actually wondered if there was some, like, uh, royalty or some future aspirations for him but uh it wasn't uh he died and as all of us will one day and um did he have an heir no he had no heir never married he just was too busy focusing on his uh his kingdom so uh but well yeah just because he never married doesn't mean he doesn't doesn't have an heir i didn't want to say yeah Mm -hmm. what if there's a royal bastard running around out there the true heir to the throne of Emperor of America. You know, no one's come forward in all these hundreds, uh, not uh, almost, well, yeah, so 150 we, years, no one has come forward with that claim. We should exhume his corpse and then test his blood against everyone. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. You know, the thing is, anyone else, I'd I'm sure. Not know. <laughs> I'd rather not know. What if it's you? That's, a, that's exactly why. I'd rather not know. We could be, I think you'd be a pretty good emperor. That's a lot of responsibility. Well, you know what they say, with great power comes great responsibility. And with great responsibility... Have a nice bowl of rice. I miss you, Uncle Ben. Oh, he is the true king. <laughs> um, 
So when he died, a lot of stuff came out that, yes, he was not actually royalty. He was, in fact... Wait, it only came out after he died? <laughs> yeah, because they, they... No one suspected. They went to his boarding room, you know, not his palace. He lived in a boarding house? I think, yes, yeah, he yeah. Did and, he own it? Or no. He, no. he just rented it. Yeah. Rented it with, fiscally with currency resp- he made himself. Fiscally oh. responsible emperor right there. Oh. Um, so they found that he had almost no money. Uh, they found fake telegrams... Uh, one congratulating Norton on his forthcoming marriage to Queen Victoria, and another from the President of France predicting that it would be a disastrous marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I love the level of buy-in into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Letters, uh, cop- I guess copies, letters are undelivered and returned letters to Queen Victoria. Um, so yeah, they, he was pretty much penniless. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh my god, I just I love the picture of she she opened the first letter that he sent her and then was like, I'm just not gonna read any more of these. Uh, do you think it would be a disastrous marriage. I can't possibly go for it. Do you think he sent her a dick engraving? A dick engraving? No. No, I'm just thinking of that song, uh, Daisy. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer, dude. I'm half crazy and the emperor of America. (laughs) It won't be a stylish marriage. But we're both royalty. So we should marry and make some kings and queens of all mankind. There you go. Yeah, the classic song. Mm -hmm. I didn't see any mention of that. (laughs) The old children's song or whatever. Well, you know, just the research sometimes is not... Yeah, I need to do better. No, it's not in you. General, it's not you. It's in your life. It could yeah. be here. It could be in these pages, and I just missed it completely. It was a long Wikipedia. It was. It was. You got pretty bored. Um, so, uh, in a last farewell to their emperor, um, of course he had no money for a proper funeral, but the town sprung for uh, for paying for his casket, and so they gave him a hand, like uh, not a hand, a rosewood casket, and uh, they put plaques of him around the city and so they uh they gave a nice send-off to their emperor he was also a little other fun facts he was he was uh appeared as characters in uh mark twain's huckleberry finn and mm-hmm. robert louis stevenson's the wrecker so yeah he uh he got quite a i'm sure if any of us tomorrow declared that we were emperors of america we could not have gotten as far as he did in his 20 years America was a lot smaller. Mm. That sounds petty. <laughs> I, I just want to set expectations low so it's not as big of a disappointment. Well, you know what? I'm sure in 1850s, if he confided in a few friends, if he had any, I don't know. Mm. I, I I imagine him as a loner for some reason. Uh, if he was going around, he would be correct. Uh, it's, yeah, it's lonely at the top. I imagine that people back then would have said, nah, I don't think you're going to be able to become emperor. You know what? People to this day still declare him that he was America's first and only emperor. emperor. First and only. The only one. Yeah. Well. What's up? You seem skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Max, tell us. Deep in thought. Just 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 put put the jealousy aside. I'm not saying this man's accomplishments. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I couldn't have done better. I I'm I'm not saying you know he's the only emperor that we've ever had, but he is. But he is. Sh- sure. He's the most famous, the most successful. Okay, well, why don't you just marry him, Jackie? 
Well, that <laughs> would be... He's, he's, dead. Dead. he's dead. Well, he's dead. He's that dead. That's strange. why. And he didn't do any imperial edicts about marrying corpses. Uh, at least that I did that not you, read about in the article. That you know of. That I, Yeah, I know. That's what I just... Hey, marrying corpses? Was, well, was no, he, he would be a corpse at this point. No. No, no, no. It's it, his corpse in this scenario. Well, that would have been a bold love letter. <laughs> <laughs> just dig down in there and just throw that paper in. Uh, so if if uh, <laughs> what? what throw what the think? paper into the grave? How do you think mail works for the deceased? <laughs> do you think a mailman just show up with shovels and just be like, "Well, we have the last known address, but I know they're not there." Well, you know. Neither rain, nor snow, nor gloom of night, nor respect for the dead, (laughs) will stay these messengers about their duty. It's the ultimate respect for the dead, but you make sure they get their last... I I agree. The post goes through. Oh, like, there's a little slot on the top. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, so dirt doesn't get in, it's like one of the ones you open from one side and then close (laughs) it, and it has to be open from the other. (laughs) Come on, they've gotten, like, hundreds of letters, haven't read a single one, I guess they're... They never, never mail back. Not a people person, I guess. I'd like to mention it's just a pneumatic tube. From the- <laughs> yeah. It just goes down, just bonks him right in the face. He crushes the skull. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Technology. That is, that is a heartbreaking image. You know, the mail service always asks if it could, never if it should. If you were emperor, what edicts would you issue? Emperor of the United States. If we yeah, were in this uh, skit. Okay. Of the United right, States. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Not cool, just cool. emperor of anywhere. All right, all right. Yeah. What would one of one or some of our edicts be? Yeah. Hmm. I would have split sidewalks into a slow lane and a fast lane. So that if you're trying to get somewhere, you don't have three people walking abreast in the street that you have to skirt around. Mm-hmm. And I like that. How do you make... What would the punishment for... $25 adjusted for inflation. Wow, that's a lot. No, 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 but $25 today dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not like... Still, still. That's a lot for fucking that up. Yeah, Yeah. it's a solid amount of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that. Get those slope pokes out of my way. Uh, I would um, make it so that you can't drive anywhere unless you're transporting something over 20 pounds or are carpooling. Or if you're elderly. Or disabled. Or going a long distance. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what if you're visiting going, your parents? If you're going, if you're, unless, or you're going more than uh, 10 miles. You can carry 20 pounds for 9.9 miles? Uh, up to 20 pounds. So, 19? I mean, you could take a bus that far. Yeah, but buses don't go everywhere. Ah, but they would if you, if driving were more illegal. Well, people would just be at, stuck at home, just being like, well, this is the end of me. But then they have to use the mail service. Ooh. You're on the side of big post well, there, office, aren't you? Well, at that point, there would be so little contact between people, they would have to put the mail slots into coffins, because it's like, <laughs> this person has been gone for a while, so shit. <laughs> We have no one's found out because nobody could make it to the funeral. Yeah, yeah. I, I would make it so that uh, this is sort of an offshoot of yours. Public transportation uh, had to be on time on penalty of I don't even know what the penalty would be, but I just I hate when things are late and I am not on time for something that's outside of my control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sorry for mail. Uh, public public transportation. Public transport. Sorry, public transportation. You know, on time. Yeah. 
I mean, that would also affect the mail, because the postal service would be using right. public transit. Yeah, they don't have 20 pounds of mail. Just... <laughs> well, each each individual package, yep. less than 20 pounds. See, the thing is, I think I would get around yours for a while, because I would walk around, I would drive around, mm-hmm. and then they'd be like, you don't have 20 pounds, I'd be like, I'm carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And then now soon do... there'd be another edict against poetry in the public, <laughs> and I would be soundly dragged out of my car for that. Yeah, you would have to be... You have to put you in a coffin and make a mail slot up top for people to talk to you. You'd still be alive, but only... For able a while. To communicate yeah, for a while. For a while. a while. Probably not long. Depends on how much food you can order through the mail. Yeah. Gotta be Beef like jerky. That, that I think that's the only know? thing I can imagine right now, just <laughs> splitting jerky. through those slots. Yeah. Oh. I'm reminded of that post story, the mm. uh, cask of Amontillado. Mm. Mm-hmm. The cask of Jackalink's beef jerky. What a slow, horrible death. <laughs> uh, what would your edict be, Jackie? Just to mess with people, I would make my... That's not a goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're making Jackie a better is. society, Jackie. Well, well, we have different views. Of what, <laughs> <laughs> what a better society. Better society is one where I'm most entertained. <laughs> And um, I think we just make very abstract uh, currency, so people are never quite sure what it is they have. Oh, like the old shilling system in England. Where it's just like, one bob is equal to two shillings is equal to six this things, and then no one keeps track, no and I can just charge as much as I want. So you would destroy your country's entire economy just to have a, some good laughs? Just for a laugh. I mean, I'm only going to be alive for so many years, and who cares what I'm going <laughs> If they don't like it, they can write you a letter. Yeah. I'll ruin things for one generation. There's going to be so many generations after me, they'll pick up the pieces. <laughs> I didn't even think so far to that. Just, just I'm done. Wait, what would be the name? Care. What would be name three of your currencies? Puppets. Boppets? Like the just, kid's toy? Yeah. Or... No, no, not, not Boppets. Boppets? Boppets? Yeah. Boppets! I mean, I feel like Hasbro or whoever would, might no. have legal grounds to see. Would the United... Not, S- in... not if she was emperor. Not, not if she was emperor. Be... So is the emperor above the law? Yeah. yeah. Well, no one's above the law. the law, but yeah, she would be the law. Yeah. Um, well, all the citizens of this country... I assume it's not the United States no longer. I suppose it's some other... The United States. Yes. Yeah, so, do they have to talk in the English accent when they say "boobrit"? Yes, of course. No. Hello, I would like some milk. How much is your milk? Twenty. Boobrit. <laughs> well, I only have five. Boobrit. <laughs> well, there's an ATM. You can get as many boobrit as you need. Why is it an English crone? <laughs> what that voice? That's how you legally. I don't know. Ask Jack. This is. I said it one time, and now you all can't forget. She's emperor. You can't go. Our hands are tied. Mm. Literally. And Bale is set at five thousand. (laughs) Boobies. Well, if we uh, if we want to make it, we're gonna have to break all these twist it. (laughs) (laughs) If I only have one, shout it. Uh, I don't want to live in that world, Jake. I do. I'm more and more I want I to. I really don't. In this strange cartoony world where people are still starving to death because <laughs> nothing works. If that ever happens, I'll have to uh, become an expat. You ever become emperor of America? I'll still write you, but, you know. Speaking of writing... Where would you be emperor of, though, if you left the United States? Well, in, in 
in the scenario where I've left, I wouldn't be emperor of anything because yeah. Jackie's emperor. There's only one emperor. Right. Whoa. Exactly. In, in my scenario, I'm emperor no one else is of anywhere. Maybe a king. Oh. King is under Yeah, where emperor. would you be the king of once you leave? If you leave, if you're no longer in the United States, but you have to be king of whatever country you you get to, where do you want to be king of? King of, of wherever? Uh, Ireland. Because then someone would finally teach me how to do the accent correctly. That's all you want? You just want... Start a new accent. That's all I yeah. want. You could, yeah. make, you could make your accent the Irish accent if you're king. Jackie, I'm not a conqueror. I don't... I don't just pave over what's there to build what I want. Gotta oh. say it, Monster. Yeah, you get me one. By being a good person. Yeah, it doesn't check out. Yeah, check out. I don't know, yeah. It I don't, doesn't check out. That's not the first out. word I think about when emperor just... Good person. Good person. <laughs> yeah. Emperor is more like bloodthirsty, or yeah. uh, emperors usually have more set their high, uh, sights higher than I want to learn an Irish accent. Unreasonably eccentric. In my <laughs> hypothetical scenario, an emperor is a good person. Damn it! I don't even buy this as a hypothetical. No, I, <laughs> what? It's maybe, a hypothetical. Maybe if you issued an edict saying that emperors had to be good people. Punishable by torture, then yeah. maybe. Jackie, can you uh, just kind of nip this one out the bud and make an edict right now that there are no, no, no. unrealistic. Our scenarios are separate. Scenarios? Our scenarios well, are separate. That's up to the emperor here. No, because I don't listen to you. I'm an emperor. Fair. No, that's um, good. And I'm going to make the edict that we move on to the rebellion. Carries. That, that, that's unanimous amongst all the emperors in the room. And by rebellion, You're Jackie right. means Shay's rebellion. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take you back <laughs> to something to say, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? All right. I'd like... He was just admiring my smooth transition to the next story. It was flawless. I regret talking over it. <laughs> I would like to take you back to just a few years after the end of the, the Revolutionary War. 1786. Now, at that time, America had a lot of debt, specifically in Europe. And Europe said to themselves, hey, America has just finished fighting a war. They can't defend themselves if we say, we want to call in all our debts. And they, they wouldn't be able to refuse because we could invade them. Also, uh, it was not a good luck when... England lost the war, so there was probably some of that involved as well. So at that time, Europe called in their debts with all the merchants in, in the country, and specifically in, in Massachusetts, these merchants were not happy about this, so they started calling in their debts that uh, they had with farmers. It was a vicious, vicious cycle, and uh, because it was just after the war, uh, the common man wasn't doing very well. A lot of these people who'd fought in the war, they weren't paid. So they, they didn't have money to, to pay off these debts. And they said, you know what? We just fought uh, a war over some very similar circumstances. So we're going to stand up for ourselves and say, you know, we, we would like to work out a system where we don't have to pay you back all at once. And thus they became the United United States of America. No. Wait, so did these merchants in Europe actually all, like, I mean, because I'm sure that there, when you say Europe, do you mean, like, a lot of, because I'm imagining, like, France and England and stuff have their own contentions. So, like, how did all these merchants 
across all of Europe, like, just suddenly. They weren't, they weren't conspiring with each other. Oh, but they just all happened to, like, just be like, this would be a good idea. Yeah, basically. Ah, they were right. like, uh, we would like our money, and America is weak right now, so we're going to take it. See, that's when you turn your, your creditors on each other instead. Just be like, I'd love to pay you, Spain, but France got to me first. You should go. Get, <laughs> if you want your money, you should go after them. <laughs> Uh, America was young and not as savvy as you are right now. So they, they turned on each other. They needed Gordon Gecko back in the 18th century. Uh, so at that time, these, these farmers, many of whom fought in the Revolutionary War, uh, they said, you know what? No, we, we are going to protest this. So they did. Uh, one farmer in particular. There were many leaders of the rebellion, but uh, there's only one that it's named after. Uh, Daniel Shays from Hopkinton, Mass. Now, is it the same Shays that the Shays Lounge is named after? Are they related? Are they related? You know, Did he make the Shays Lounge? I looked I looked it up. I looked up Shays just to see what the definition is, yeah. and it is a derivative of the lounge. So, so it's yes. a lounge lounge. You know, I... I gotta say yes. Not the name of a man you'd expect to lead a rebellion. Maybe Lounge's maybe Rebellion. Lounge's Rebellion. Lounge's Rebellion. He was just kept aloft in a palanquin as he lounged throughout the rebellion. We don't want to pay our debts. We want to have decadence instead. It was also known as the, the Whiskey Rebellion. Oh, so very, very loud. Yes, I've heard of it under that name. Under that name, I see. Uh, it lasted a uh, little, little under a year. Mm-hmm. So uh, these farmers, they decided to to protest. So uh, part of the country and Massachusetts' plan to collect all these debts was to take people to court. The farmers decided, you know, people can't go to court if the court is closed. So they protested at these courts and uh, shut them down. The first one was in Northampton in uh, August of 86, And the second was uh, about a week later in, in Worcester. Uh, so at that time, the governor called in the army. He was like, we're sick of this shit. Make these people pay their debts. Uh, and these militiamen, they they fought that as well. Uh, eventually, things came to a head when the militia, or excuse me, not the militia, the uh, people in the rebellion, they tried to capture the Springfield Armory. Yes. Uh, they failed because the, the message to uh, a co-conspirator was intercepted by the army. So they, they were lying in wait at the time. Federal army was lying in wait for the rebellion, and they got destroyed. Now, by destroyed, do you mean they drank a lot of whiskey and were destroyed? I mean, they did, especially when they shut down the courts a couple of times. That they were feeling very good about themselves. So I imagine there was a, some partying earlier on. Nice, nice. Uh, but I believe. Maybe five people died when the the armory was not taken. They the federal army they fired grape shot. The, What's a grape shot? I'll tell you. Uh, they they loaded a canister 
into a cannon and fired it. And when the canister landed, it broke apart. And it was full of these little... Uh, Ball bearings, or Great. yeah, they were called grapes. <laughs> these these little ball bearings, delicious grapes, Concord grapes. You can't see the the size that I'm making because this uh, isn't visual. It's about the size of a Concord grape. About the size of delicious, nutritious Concord. So grape. when the canister broke apart, these these grapes flew everywhere and just uh, embedded themselves in people. Yeah, because uh, they ate them because they were so delicious. No, Max, they. They, they mm, yum yum they yum! Killed these people. Uh, killed them with flavor. With Max, it. do you want to go get some grape shots after oh this? Oh my god, yes! Well, gentlemen, I'm glad that I've I've made this into a happy term for you. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it. Well, I'm just gonna chug some grape shot, Jackie. Mm. Grape shot. Grape shot. No, no on the grape shot for Jackie. <laughs> I'm also gonna join Jackie and say no on that. Oh. Um, Mostly because I have bad pictures associated with the grape shot. Like, like embarrassing, uh, like, like embarrassing posted on Facebook. Not of me. Not of me. Uh, like, what, what, like, what do you what, mean by that? What, like, just, uh, pictures, pictures, pictures in my head. These aren't real pictures. Okay, so why do you care if they get posted on Facebook? I'm not saying they should get posted on Facebook. Okay, but how would they get posted on Facebook if they're in your head? They don't, they don't, Max. Right, why are you afraid of that? I'm man? not, I'm not... Why don't we want to do some grape shots? He's gonna sleepwalk, draw out these pictures, mm. and then email them to me. Oh, Jackie! Uh, Why did you say so? Well, just mail them to me through the post. Monty, I'm gonna give you a piece of paper. I want you to draw down what you are seeing in your head right now. No, it's mm. probably really bloody. It uh, it would be if I had that level of detail to contribute to a, a, mm. a picture, but I'm I'm not a great right. artist. So yeah. he's drawing a picture, and oh, and this is great radio. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me just, just draw you this picture. Uh huh. And it's uh, it's it's a happy man eating grapes. He's not happy. He's and proud he's of oh, he's got a big smile and uh, he's, uh, loves the grapes. Gotta... All right, listeners, it's really a stick figure of a man with a frown. Okay, probably because okay. he doesn't have any grape shots. And he's turning that frown upside down and he eats those grapes. He's being enveloped in a hail of grape shots. Ooh, okay. Sticky. And, ooh, that's a lot of blood. And listeners, Max and Noel lied to you earlier. The size that Amancio was holding in his hand was at least an inch and a half diameter. It was much larger than a Concord grape. It was, it was connecting my uh, thumb and an index finger. Oh. Like a little okay sign. Yeah. That's what it looked like. That's but a big it was grape. not okay. I guess they grew them bigger back in those that's days. A plum tomato. I suppose it is. Mm. Anyway. Why did they call it plum plum tomato shot then? If they were, that's what they were using, they weren't. Okay, well now I'm very confused. Aren't we all? <laughs> so after the uh, the rebels failed to take the here. the Springfield Armory, uh, they fled to New Hampshire and Vermont. Um, and Daniel Shea, he was eventually pardoned as well. Daniel Shea's. Uh, but he died penniless and alone in New York because he, when he came back to Massachusetts, he everyone... refused to work and just lounged around. Yes, which caused everyone to vilify him. Mm. No uh, one, no one likes a gentleman of leisure. Well, leisure, England, England. 
Leisurely England. Mm, just it. A, a leisurely, leisurely Sunday drive where you ate some grapes that you bought with puppets. <laughs> so, uh, as as well as being a, a case of not as I do as I say, not as I do re the American government versus the the American people. Uh, Shays Rebellion also had a an impact on the eventual framing of the Constitution. How so? Because a lot of people who were for you know leisure limited government, so yes, nice, and more states' rights said, "Oh, these people were crazy in Massachusetts. We need to have a stronger government because we don't want this to happen everywhere." Spoilers, they were right. <laughs> so how was he both vilified and pardoned? So, I mean, as far as who who was killed for their part in the rebellion, only about, it was only about 18 people. Like the leaders, there were only about 18 people who were like, we're going to kill you. But not the guy he was named after? He was not the only leader. It just, it bears his name, but there there were... Several leaders. Uh, most of the people who were involved got pardoned, which is roughly about 4,000 people. So most people, uh, they didn't get off scot-free, but <laughs> they weren't hanged. They were able to go to the Berkshires. Yeah. And, Berkshire. and then leave, because everyone hated them. This also makes sense they were pardoned. It's sort of hard to ultimately mm-hmm. collect the debts from a dead man. Right. Uh, it also had to do with the fact that uh, a lot, a lot not of people... To, well, sorry, not to say yeah. that the United States was just going to carte blanche and be like, oh yeah, kill these 4,000 people. Kill these 4,000 people. It would have been very hard to to say that uh, because a lot of people, even though they didn't join, uh, were in agreement with the rebels. They They didn't want to have to pay all this money back at once at these ridiculous rates. No. But ultimately, did they have to? Like, in the outcome of this, this whole, like, U.S. merchants collecting from the farmers who are rebelling, for those U.S. merchants to pay off European merchants, like, did this rebellion actually have uh, an impact on that? Or It did. did. The, go- the government uh, backed off a little bit. So like, all right. Think, uh, just, just a scooch. <laughs> they, they all sat down together and was like, I think we can all agree that things got a little out of hand. Look, we all had a little too much grape shot last night. No. And we got a little crazy. Anyone who has grape shot is either killed or horribly maimed. Well, those wow. are just the kind of party animals they are, Mancio. No, no, no. <laughs> Look, we don't live by any of this grape shot propaganda that... You know, grape shot kills people, and grape shot. I told you about the grape shot. Just funnels money to drug cartels. This drawing is from an actual historian. Mm. So it, it was drawn a, a few minutes ago, and it shows a person surrounded by grape shot, clearly not dead, clearly, clearly not, dead. not I mean, around. The grape here. shot is in mid-flight. It hasn't hit him yet. It's in mid-flight. It looks like it's all around him. It's, it is. It's coming from behind him and in front of him. It looks like he's unhappy because the grape shot is still on its way. But not in his mouth. And when it gets into his mouth, he's going to be one happy lounger. I mean, if it got into his mouth, he would most certainly be dead. Live a party animal, you die a party animal. 
Live by the grape shot, die by the grape shot. While I can't uh, disagree with that statement, I do disagree with your application of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just agree to disagree. Uh, I'm going to agree that I was right. Mm. Hmm. I don't agree. I don't agree with that at all. You know, Jackie, you want to weigh in here? I agree with Mancia. Thank you, We're against Split. Yeah. A, a house divided against itself. But I am Emperor. So. Oh, no. Oh. Right again. Oh. Always playing that E card. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that means that I that I was right. Legally. Yep. Legally. Legally. Only legally. Only legally, Amancio. You know what they say. Grape shot is nine-tenths of the law. I don't and see your point. <laughs> public execution will be scheduled for next week. <laughs> for... Severe disdain in front of the emperor, or do you prefer emperor or empress? Emperor. 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 Okay. Are you are you a kind emperor or like Emperor Palpatine? Don't know who that is. The <laughs> so, emperor yes. from Star Wars, <laughs> the one who's shown as a wrinkly prune of a man in dark robes, sitting in darkness, going, "God, God, kill him." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, she's not getting after her. But that, he only uh, reveals himself after he has won. So for a little while, he's, he's li- living a double life as a, a Sith Lord uh, in the shadows, but also as the Emperor, the upstanding uh, gentleman fighting for uh, his people. Oh, this sounds a lot like Halloween Town. You know? It's Go exactly on. like Halloween Town. Uh, Calabar? Calabar, the Cal- mayor. The mayor of Halloween Town. The just. <laughs> There's some mysterious happenings. You know they made four of those movies? Yeah. Yes, I've yeah. seen them all. I've seen three of them. I have also seen all of them. And you know, a surprising number of people died of grape shot in those movies. Oh. Oh, now I now get You're it. talking now about now the weapon eye, yes. not the drink. Not the, like, fun times, good time grape shot. Fun time, have good. I told you they put it into a cannon. I don't see how you could have... Uh... Like a, a... Have you ever seen a t-shirt cannon? You could put a lot of stuff what? into a yes. cannon that's fun. But didn't uh, Ned Flanders' wife die because of a t-shirt cannon in Homer Simpson's negligence? Well, we figured that was the case. You know, but like yeah, a but T-shirt cannon is yeah, the weapon of war. That was more gravity yeah. than T-shirt cannon. So blame the real killer. Yeah, gravity. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra what? Bullock's wonderful. She yeah, was but, great. yeah, but gra- I'm just, gravity was a gravity good movie. Was, yeah, and it, but it killed people. So uh, I did not see your connection. <laughs> 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 I thought this was just a blind, blind <laughs> bit. Yes, I'm no. blindside on Sandra Bullock. Look, you know. Next, we can't all be miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't all be coyote ugly. I just want to speed my way out of here if you're going to keep talking like that. <laughs> uh, I've tapped all of my Sandra Bullock movies. Oh, no. I have I... a proposal that we stop making fun of Sandra Bullock. Uh, Emperor, what are you weighing on this? It's wait wait okay. (laughs) Um yes. Well if you had your own something shot cannon, what do you think you'd put in it? Grapes are taken, guys. Candy. Ooh, Mm. candy cannon. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hard candy or soft candy? Like chocolate. Ooh, okay. Hard chocolate or like soft chocolate? Soft. So soft for like the good citizens and hard for like the rioters that you're trying to break up. 
Does it have to be solid? What goes in this cannon? Can it be like a, a gun that shoots a liquid? Yeah. Well, yeah. technically, it's a. Uh... It's a gun that shoots a canister that holds something. Whatever you want to look. Whatever you want to be. Whatever, be uh, whatever I want. Yeah. Uh, various drinks. Not not cooking. like mixed, like all mixed together. No. Or like separate, like cans of soda. Separate separate cans. What am I, a monster? I don't know. We're about to find out. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. Or we you just shoot cans of soda at people? Yeah, isn't that really That dangerous? would definitely kill people in I, once, I, yeah. I don't want it to be like cans. This is why I asked if oh, it I could see, be a I gun see. that would hold a liquid. Okay. Like a water gun like, type would, scenario. Would it like, okay, yes. would it like shoot like, like, like a water gun? Like, or, or would you shoot the entire canister of like a cylinder of, let's say like a three liter cylinder of just liquid as one like big sploosh? No, not that. That would be dangerous. Okay, that's not technically a cannon, then. That's just a water gun. That's why I asked if it could be no, a no, no, water no. gun. No, 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 no. Gotta be a cannon. That's, you didn't specify until you didn't just now. No. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's implied. You did. It's a, a, a cannon isn't, doesn't go, you know, bits and pieces. You that's why I asked before I gave my answer. Wow. Yeah, Max, this just became three on one. Six? <laughs> angry Six of one, half a dozen of the other. No! YOLO. No! I am a great eater of beef, and I believe it does harm to my wits. That's not... Is that a Sandra Bullock quote? <laughs> yeah, did you not see... Uh, what was that one where she was hunting the two killers? Two beef babies, eater. Two baby-faced killers. One of them was Ryan Gosling. Oh, uh, oh um, baby geese. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, which actually dovetails quite nicely into what I would shoot out of my cannon, which is baby geese. Aww. Sandra Bullock, I believe, is the only person to have made a movie with both Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds. Don't poke holes into that. I'm sure it's not true. But Ryan and Ryan, two Ryans, one kiss. Smooch. Mwah. That would be fun. Yeah. Took a quiz once where they showed blurry pictures of the two of them. You had to guess who was who. Did you say bloody? Blurry. Yeah, blurry. you had to guess. You had to guess which blurry. Ryan had committed the murder and. <laughs> Technically, well, it's not a game. Going? You're helping the police with their inquiries. I just want to say I, I pass this quiz with 100% accuracy. Yeah. I know my Ryan's, guys. And finally, Ryan Reynolds is behind bars. I would not want that for him. He's, well, no, you wouldn't want it, but he's there because he of you. seems like a nice man. He's a family man. He's two children now. He's the Green Lantern. He's the Green Lantern. That was a horrible movie, and I was very sad about it. I saw it in theaters. Did you enjoy it? It was confusing. <laughs> I liked the space. You know what I think that, that movie could have really used? That movie could have really used Ryan Reynolds kissing Spider-Man upside down while Emperor Norton watched. Breathing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool, guys? Deadpool? Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Great, yeah. great film. It's pretty good. I believe it was the highest grossing R-rated comedy. Bigger than Animal House? I believe. Bigger than the Flintstones? It broke records. Hey, the unauthorized version, I guess, is R-rated. There's a new Flintstones comic book uh, that's going on, and it is dark. Let me give you a little excerpt here. Let me give you a little excerpt. You ever think about the war, Fred? We helped commit a genocide, Barney. Oh my god! <laughs> Actual quote. Who did they fight? Uh... You'll have no spoilers. You'll have to read it and find out. I don't want to read it. I just want to find out. Well, you can look on Wikipedia. Okay. 
I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, I'm definitely I am... looking that up. I'm absolutely doing that. Yeah. Uh, so you know what else you can look up? Thieves can't. Can you say puppies? Uh, you can, and that actually might be some actual thieves can't. We'll get to that later. In 1528, an anonymously published book titled Liber Vagatorum appeared in Germany. Later retitled in English as The Book of Vagabonds and Beggars, it included a glossary of the mysterious slang that was spoken by the underclass at the time. Uh, So I've been getting a lot of comments from people that I do a lot of stories on the aristocracy, so I figured I would flip a dip it. Uh, now so it's, can that be another this, currency? Flip a dip. Yeah. Flip a dip. Yeah. Yeah. Was this uh, a homeless line? No. Well, maybe, kind of. Uh, but it's a book, so it's uh, intended it's book. for the aristocracy. Because who else reads? The aristocracy. We Damn. got him, Jackie. <laughs> Hoist by my own petard. Uh, but this uh, it was used by the underclass, um, including yeah, some hobos, but also. Uh, thieves and um, various villains, as they are called. Um, the preface for it is actually penned by the theologian Martin Luther, who uh, is recalled being, quote, cheated and befooled by such tramps and liars more than I wish to confess. This sounds like it's for the aristocracy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, it, just so the book is, yes, but the, the subject of the book is, I'm, it's a preface. To the subject of the book. Appropriation. Damfractics. <laughs> which is not thieves can't. Not thieves can't, just a swear I use. I've never heard that before. Well, Maximilian, let us, let us amuse ourselves by reading the words of the villains. Oh dear, goodness dear, there's a lot of rat dicks in this book. Oh my. The other side of the fence, Jacqueline. Darling, just take off your gold spectacles and you won't even notice all the rats. Drawn in there by the Earl of Glastonbury. Oh, what a rogue that's. Such a cat. I shall have a chat with him the next time we meet. I'm glad only the rich people can read. Look, we can talk about marginalia all we want, and we will at some point. But (laughs) the subject of the book, Thieves Can, which there there are a lot of, like, Jargons among world languages, but Thieves Cant is notable both for its uh, inscrutable origins and its durability. Um, it's been around for a long time, and many minority groups have been blamed for inventing it. Yes, blamed, not not credited. Uh, notably, the Romani people and the Jews. So um, it was written by rich people for rich people, but the book was. But let's move past the book. <laughs> so what the book was written? That's the source, the primary source that we're using here, Mancio. Follow me on my journey. I'm trying. It's hard. Like is this what I do to people? Is this what I do? <laughs> no. I just, I'm very just, hung up on it. It's, just, my, it's just, my fault. I'm hung up. You just gotta work in the aristocracy whenever you can. <laughs> I'm hung up on it. That's that's on me. Anyway. It's like Urban Dictionary, because you read it and you're like, oh, God, who are these people that say this? Mm. Terrible. Not, not your betters. Well, according to Martin Luther, uh, they used a lot of the usual scapegoats. Uh, Martin Luther blamed the Jews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, gosh, I wish we talked this cool. Um, the truth is, no one's clear on who started Thieves Can. What we know is it became began popping up in the 13th century in various languages around Europe and was spoken by the l- lower class as slang, quote, to the end that their cousinings, knaveries, and villainies might not be so easily perceived and known. 
uh, as 17th century English author Samuel Ridd wrote. Uh, Thomas Harmon claimed that the slang was invented around the 1530s by someone who was hanged all save the head, which I invite you to decipher what the hell that means. Well, that means that the rope was around his neck, so his body was hanging, but his head was just sitting on a rope. Was he drawn in I maintain my definition. Right? <laughs> I feel like drawing, drawing, drawing. You're not really hanged so much as you're just, no, I'm just pulled to apart puzzle. by wild I'm horses. Trying to, I'm trying to puzzle out what that means. Yeah. You know, out loud. I, sh- I should have kept that to myself. Yeah. Why don't you draw what you think? It so <laughs> <laughs> basically drawing and quartering. We, mm. we all know what that it, is. Oh, he's drawing a pi- oh, just a bunch of horses, and oh, they're they're any, not happy. I don't have any writing implement or paper in my hands. Nothing is being. This uh, is Noel drawing this now. Okay. This, all right. This is Noel. And I'm watching, and we're moving on with the story. <laughs> so, thieves' cant is also called peddler's French, which might indicate a French connection, but is probably just the English insulting the French. That sounds like an insult. Is this why you say "pardon my French" when you say something gross? It is. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it is... Uh, no, I don't never part, want to use that phrase again. Part of a long tradition of the English being jerks to everyone around them. I think you mean the English. Yes, the English. English. English being jerks to everyone around them. Um, if we have any English language listeners, I, I have English citizenship, and I apologize to us. You're all jerks. <laughs> Every one of you. It's true. Um, so, the... Uh, you can see the, some connections in, like, Thea's camp between it and what the things it means, but a lot of it is just, like, completely obscured, uh, and the roots to a lot of words is a total mystery. Uh, which is what makes Thea's camp a perfect example of what's called a cryptolect, a secretive jargon created specifically to exclude or confuse a particular group. Also, the name of my new band, Cryptolect. Uh, we play, uh, we play a cult punk. Nice save, Max. What's one of your songs' name? What? What's one of your songs' name? We. I'd tell you, but I'd have to kill you. All right. Is that the title? Yeah, that's the title. Okay, cool. I've, it it gets a little confusing, I admit, but that's kind of the whole thing we're going for with our hip patois that we use. Far be it for me to be a jerk, but I, I don't think any of that was true. What you just said about your band. Wow, look at this Englishman over here. Well, you'll have to do the research and find out, which is also another uh, name of one of our songs, but uh, what you'll have to do. I like making snap judgments and just assuming I'm right. So you have heard of them. That's their third song. That's our third song. (laughs) (laughs) Off of our album, This Album Doesn't Exist, and You're a Fool for Believing Me. These titles are quite long. Not that I have a problem with that. You know, know, we're, uh, we're a cult punk. It's kind of our thing. So we actually still use some words from Thieves' Cant, not my band, just in language, um, including a few that might ring as solidly 20th century to your ears. For example, phony, a favorite of Holden Caulfield in The Catcher in the Rye, might... book in the world. It's so bad. So bad. He actually, he went to my college. Um, really? Not Holden Caulfield, although the college he went to in the book is modeled on my college, but um, uh, J.D. Salinger went to my college, or Sinus College, and left after one semester. Uh, in disgust, also because his grades were terrible, um, and then dedicated like probably a chapter in every book he ever wrote to just like shitting on my college. Well, you know, he wrote a shitty book that people seem to love. Yeah, we got back at him though because every because there's a lottery to stay in his room every year. Huh. Yeah, so phony might come from phony, 
F-A-W-N-E-Y, which can be traced back to 1770 in England, a Fawny rig was a common ruse wherein a fellow drops a brass wing, ring, double gilt, which he picks up before the party meant to be cheated, and to whom he disposes of it for less than it's supposed, and ten times more than its real, value. Can you say that in plain English? Uh, you, a, guy, a, guy, a guy drops a ring that looks like a gold ring, but it's just brass, and then he, and he picks it up and he's like, oh, is this yours? I'll sell it to you for a pittance, because, you know, it's supposedly less than the gold ring is worth, but it's just brass. And then the people are like, oh, a gold ring? Ooh, for so cheap. Oh, I have to have it. It's a pretty common con. I read about that, that exact sca- uh, scam in the book American Gods. Yeah, that's a dope book. By Neil Gaiman. I love that book. Who also uh, in Sandman... Uh, referenced Emperor Norton. You think Emperor Norton ever did the Fawny rig? No, he was just like he didn't need to. That's you're right. He 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 could print his own currency. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he would have punished that with? Grape shot. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in this in this scam, the Fawny is the rig is the ring, and um, it probably comes from the Irish word for ring, fine. I can't pronounce that. All right, Amancio. Irish accent. This is your moment to shine. This is your moment in the sun, Amancio. I, I, I want to be king of Ireland so I can learn it. I don't, I... Do it, Amancio. No. Show you deserve this it. This is your plea to the people of Ireland to accept you as their king. Absolutely, absolutely do it. not. The emperor told you to do it. <laughs> absolutely not. Amancio, this is your moment in the sun. Which they don't have. What? Yes, they don't have the sun in Ireland. Amuncio, this is your conscience. No one else can hear you. I mean, well, I'm you, so nobody else can hear me. That is to say you, except you. Do it. Do it. Amuncio, this is your libido. No one else can hear me. And I'm going to say... Oh, hey, conscience. Hey, libido. Hey, uh... I was going to tell Amancio to say it in an Irish accent. So we're in agreement. Yeah, you want to kiss? Yeah. <laughs> no one can hear this Whoa. but you, Amancio. Oh. Isn't it dry? I'm trying to assume this podcast is PG, so to stop this... Wait, Amancio, no, it's, it's not. This is, this, is, this is labeled explicit, Amancio. No. Amancio, you just sat in silence for a minute and <laughs> burst out. I hope this podcast is rated PG. Yeah, Amancio, this, this has been silent for the last like minute. This is not good radio, We, we thought you were working up the courage to speak in an Irish accent. <laughs> we were giving you your space, and I was just going to edit it shorter. So I've been, I've been sitting here for... Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. oh well, libido! You just oh, conscious. you really triggered my libido. <laughs> I don't know if I should be doing this. Wait, it feels wait, wrong, conscience. but I don't care anymore. I'm suspending it. Wait, conscience, you have a libido. Yeah, conscience. This is your conscience. Libido, do you have a conscience? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Amancio, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at, Amancio? You're very flushed. Anyway, Amancio, Irish accent. Let's hear it. I don't have one. Yeah. You've got one. Everyone's got one. I don't. I got, I got rid of it. I needed to retool it. I don't believe you. I did. I had one. Decided not to do it anymore in public until I, I figured it out. That That's not where I am. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So thieves can't. 
There's also the Pratt Fall, when someone lands on their butt, is taken for Pratt, the cant word for buttocks. Um, oh. Yeah. Pratt. Oh. Pratt. Hole. Pratt. Hole. Pratt hole. I'm just gonna run through some other ones still in common use. Pop it. How many boppers for a prat hole? Seven. Seven boppers for one prat hole. How goody! It's a terrible strain of exchange. Uh, so there's also uh, pigeon, like a victim or a sucker. Greased, meaning to bribe, like grease a palm. And left in the lurch to be portrayed. Um, there's also some ones that are more obscure. Such as Myrmidon, which is a cant word for a judge, which originally refers to a group of Thessalians who were led by Achilles at the Siege of Troy, I but later came to mean a hired goon for Myrmidon. Uh, other etymologies can only be guessed at, like Mishtopper, which means a coat or petticoat, or Oliver, a nickname for the moon. <laughs> 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 oh, look at that Oliver up in the sky. Oh, ain't they beautiful, that, that sweet Oliver? It's funny that Oliver is traditionally a masculine name, and the moon is traditionally uh, depicted as feminine. Oh, well, it depends on the language. True. In French, it's feminine, but I think in Italian, it's masculine. You're right. I'm thinking uh, of certain languages. <laughs> Just like Martin Luther did. The theologian. Slow burn. Slow burn. Slow burn. Slow burn. Slow burn. What's that can't mean? That's just a word I made up that means burn. Slow. <laughs> there have been a number of books about thieves can't over the years, uh, including one by Francois Villon, uh, who actually used a lot of poems based, uh, wrote a lot of poems based in uh, French-based cant. His Eleven Ballades en Jargon. Shed, a t- shed some light on the code that baffled the public almost a century before Martin Luther and his anonymous co-author were writing about being tricked by tramps. Um, and you can also, uh, if you play a rogue or a thief in Dungeons & Dragons, you can have a class ability called Thieves Can't. Hmm. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun for me to... Noel, don't look at my screen. To, for me to run you through some words... In Thieves Can't, and you can guess what they mean. Ooh, yes. <clears throat> so, what is rum in Thieves Can't? Is it a room? It's not a room. No, that's just how people from New England say the word room. That's your guess, Amancio. Jackie? Um, I think a rum is uh, a lie you tell someone. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I think along those lines, like a scam or something. All of you are wrong. Oh, rum means it's an alcohol. <laughs> fine, good, or valuable. Oh. Next up, what is juck rum? Oh, is that is that where that phrase? Um, it's probably not a good phrase. Uh, rum, uh, Jimmy comes from. Yes, it is. God damn it! Yeah. Well, what does it mean? I knew it. She means like it's great. It's the top. Yeah, it's a real rum, Jimmy. I knew that, and I got it wrong anyway. <laughs> so, what is a juck rum then? The opposite. Incorrect. Damn it! It's a small wooden tool, much like a mallet. Also wrong. Juck rum. So rum means the top. Or rum something. mean rum means fine, good, valuable. It's like a deposit. So, what does jack rum mean? Juck rum. Juck rum. Juck rum with a U. Juck rum. Juck rum. Um. 
It's a game of checkers. It is a license or permission to operate. Using a small tool, much like a mallet. Sure, you could. Perhaps. You could have a duck rum for your mallet. What is a lully pricker? Uh, how do you spell that? L-U-L-L-Y-P-R-I-G-G-E-R. Lully pricker. I'm going to take a stab that it's something along the lines of lollygagger, and it means someone who just is like a procrastinator or kind of a loiterer. That is what I would have said. Okay. Two guesses. I'm going to guess that it's a song that people who are drunk in a bar sing. It is a thief who steals wet clothes off of clotheslines. Mm. So close. Very close. It's a very specific definition. Yep. What uh, what does it mean to ride a horse fold by an acorn? Right. To ride a horse fold by an acorn. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a dumb idea. It's a it's a pipe dream. It's a fool's errand. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I agree with Matsu. I'm gonna Put say it's a limp. <laughs> it means to be hanged at the gallows. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yep. I like my definition better. That's to have your whole body hanging except your head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Got a pretty other? bad limp with a broken neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong thing. It's mm-hmm. like you're tripping on an acorn yeah. or something. Uh, so I'm going to do one more. Okay, lightning round. Uh, just whatever you're... Whatever no you're... one's has gotten any yeah. one of these right. Light, lightning <laughs> round. First person to speak. Okay, what is marriage music? Marriage music? Screaming. Close. It's the crying of children. What is... Let's see. What is a coney catcher? Coney catcher? A rabbit hunter. It is a thief. Ooh. But it is from coney, which is a nickname for rabbit raised mm. for the table. Mm. Preferably for the tameness of one's victim. Mm. Yes. What is a Billingsgate? A Billingsgate? Prison cell. It is profanity. <laughs> It's just a swear word. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, what is an academy? Oh, it's a place where you train to be a thief. It's a brothel. Damn. <laughs> you could do it there, too. You could do it there. You could. Okay. What's a mort? A mort? A murder. It's a stubborn mort. It's a woman. What's, a, what's an oak? A uh, dog. A tree. An old man. Rich man. Damn. Ooh. And finally, for all the marbles, what are... Irish apricots. Potatoes? Yes! Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Ah. <laughs> uh. I just kept thinking the obvious answer can't be correct. <laughs> Can it? The, That's the only can one. indeed. The obvious, most prejudiced answer is, certainly can't be correct. It, Prejudice be. wins another round <laughs> for anachronismo. Uh... <laughs> uh. Well, that's about all the time we have for this week. Uh, so we'll see you uh, in two Wednesdays here on... Anachronismo! Uh, if you like, you can follow us on Twitter at, at AnacPodcast uh, or email us at, at itsanachronismo at gmail.com. Oh, Amancio, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I have a show at the Riot Theater on Saturday. This won't be out for uh, three months. <laughs> for months. <laughs> I will have a show on Saturday at the Riot Theater in three months. Great. 
the Riot Theater in Jamaica Plain. Uh, Saturday nights at 10? Uh, 10 and 8, depending on the, the week. It's the first and third and when applicable fifth Saturday of every month. Cool. Every odd Saturday, come see Amancio at the, at the Riot Theater with, is that comedy sports? Improv Jones with, Boston. With Improv Jones Boston. Wonderful. Signing off. <laughs> Just got it there. Make sure, Climax. make sure not to ha- not make sure not. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up pull up some thieves can for our sign off. Um, Who? Yeah. Ooh, can we all pick one? Yeah, let's all pick one. Um, and I was was put them together for one big big crazy the wall piece of, of noise. <laughs> um, Ooh, I'm a jobber, not for sure. Tall, stupid fellow. <laughs> A widow, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, until next week, don't ride a horse fold by an acorn. Never trust a jobbernaut. I hope you become an oak. I really hope you are never an ace of spades. Here on Anachronismo. Get out the grape shots, get out the grape shots. Everyone take a grape shot. <laughs> it's right. just diamond tap in uh, a plastic is, cup. We're an hour and a half of that. Woo.